Hi, I'm Kat, grassroots marketer turned brand builder. And I'm Candice, educator turned entrepreneur. And you're listening to Not Nice, Clever. Your weekly dose of not so nice, but oh so clever advice and actionable strategies to grow your mind, brand, and bank account beyond your wildest dreams. Free of charge. You're welcome. So grab your notebook and let's get to it. In today's episode, we're leaning into the Clever Girl credo to answer one of the biggest, most frequently asked questions we hear from entrepreneurs in business. How do I get more clients? Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) We need to definitely get an official drum roll there. So if you're asking this question, you probably should have been asking it six months ago, but since you didn't ask it then, you are now and we're answering it so that you can set yourself up for success in the long term and maybe even get a surprise client or two sooner than that. And we also just want to level set here with everybody listening in. The bank account is not the problem. The service that you provide is not the problem. You're the problem here. It's you. Yes. But don't worry. We got (laughs) you because we don't want you to just get your next client. We want you to get the next hundred clients. I mean, like only if that's what you want. So if that's what you want, listen up. Clever Girl Credo in full effect. Take it away, Candice. All right. So if you remember, our Clever Girl Credo has four main parts And they're really about branding, marketing, money, and manifesting. So we're going to kick it off with branding. So credo number one is that clever girls know who they want to be and they enjoy standing out from the crowd, even when they're introverts. Mm -hmm. They don't want to blend in. They want to be different. So if you want to get more clients, it's really about honing in on understanding your brand. And I know this can sometimes seem like woo-woo or kind of seem Mm -hmm. like it's hard to... Um, it's hard to quantify if you know your brand or not, but the reality of it is, is you really just need to put pen to paper or, you know, open up a Google doc, do what you got to do. There you go. You need to write down what you want your brand to feel like, how you want your brand to operate, what you want people to say about your brand, who you want to work with. All of those things really matter. And if you're that person who's listening to us right now and you're thinking, I want to work with anyone, Candace, you need to stop right now. Permission revoked. (laughs) That's Kat's new thing. That is my new thing. Um, Because I know... I know your bank account is looking a little slim. Who it's scary, mm-hmm. right? It's a little slim. We, Kat and I have both been there. We get it. But desperate energy is not going to help you. And you really want to work with a certain kind of client. There are certain clients that you love and enjoy and look forward to working with. And there are others that you don't. And we will not say names here. No, we won't. but we want you to have that right client for you over and over and over again. And when you understand your brand and who you are, you can attract them to you like a magnet. Mm -hmm. And that's really what we want for you. We don't want you to be running around trying to get a client. That's exhausting. Mm -hmm. We want you to become the magnet for the exact right client for you. And that happens when you understand who that right client is. So homework, if you want to hone in on your branding, I think we even have a download for this, right, Kat? We do, the personal brand starter kit. So head over to our website, www.notniceclever.com forward or backslash. I always get those mixed up. Something slash freebies. (laughs) 
(laughs) There you go. You'll find it. Download that. It's going to help you in this area. But some questions you can ask yourself is, what do you want? What's your vision? What's your vibe? What do you want to be known for? What's your message? Who do you want to work with? All of those types of questions are going to help inform then how you communicate with your ideal clients, how you communicate with your audience so that they feel like you're talking directly to them and no one else. Mm -hmm. So branding, focus on it. We love it. Yeah. I mean, the reason why like no one is working with you is because they have no idea who you are or how you are. So start Mm -hmm. there. It seems elementary. They don't know how you can help them. Right. They don't know what problem you solve. Mm -hmm. And that's what they need to know. What problem do you solve? So they can be like, ooh, I have that problem. Right. I need to work with them. Exactly. All right. Clever Girl Credo, tenant number two, all around marketing. Clever girls don't apologize for speaking up when they have something of value to say. So that message that we just asked you to determine, if you don't have that, then, you know, go back to start. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. (laughs) We need to know what that message is. We need to know because then we're going to share it with the world on social, at events, in your newsletter, everywhere. Yes, you will be seen. If you've got the fear of being seen, you need to deal with that too. I'm sure we've got a few episodes recorded that can help you work through that. But you will be seen, you will be heard, and we want you to consistently share that message. That's marketing. If you are truly here and you've got a purpose and a calling and you know you can help a certain type of person and that they would actually enjoy the process of working with you, let's get that message out. And Candace, will there be haters? There's going to be trolls. There's always going to be haters. Always. A hundred percent. Always. And it's going to be your friends and family first because they feel like they know you and this new version of you they're not used to yet. So they're going to be like, who does she think she is? Mm -hmm. And then you're also going to get those trolls. And these are my favorite. And by favorite, I mean, I hate them. (laughs) The ones who troll on your stuff and they have no profile picture right and no content yeah it also has a little like new instagram profile badge because they made that profile (laughs) just just to say that to troll you like whoa how much time do you have in your life and also how miserable are you right now how miserable are you so okay and so with this like candace and i have been in the branding and marketing game for years we do see and understand that messaging fatigue especially for solo entrepreneurs can be a thing right? You've got your motto, you've got your lingo, you've got your messages, your phrases, right? You know how your brand communicates and sharing it over and over again can feel a little fatigued. So that's where it's really nice to have some variations and different versions of your messages, saying it in different ways, sharing it through stories. I, you know, I love a good story, Candice, to be able to demonstrate how I'm empathetic, how I'm curious, how I love to lead by example. I don't say, my value is leadership. I mean, sometimes I do. Oh my gosh. <laughs> right. Yes. Oh my God. Like I am a trustworthy yes. person. Oh my God. No. You show them. Yes. Demonstrate. Yes. Show me through a story that's going to get me right in the feels and just make me like kind of leaning in through the phone screen and then sending you a DM saying like, I need to work with you because you spoke to my soul. That's the type of marketing and messaging that we want you to put out there. And also, okay. Like, also level set here. Like just because you said something 
anybody who's a parent listening to this right now, I'm not a parent yet and Candace is not either, but just because you've said something to your toddler or your, your teenager or your college student does not mean it's been absorbed or even heard. Yes. Right? Like what's that metric? How many times do people need to hear something or see something? I mean, I don't know how many times, how many times do I have to tell Dom what we're doing on the weekend? I mean, I don't know. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Almost as many times as he has to tell you where you're traveling for your Italian honeymoon, right? Oh shit. Okay. That's true. Accurate. Okay. That's true. But that's why you're perfect for one another. Exactly. <laughs> So that's the vibe sharing your message over and over and over again. If you sound like a broken record, you're actually being really consistent and disciplined, which we love, right? You're doing it right. Yes. Um, McDonald's hasn't stopped talking about the Big Mac. No. Or, or that they're loving it. Like, do you think they ever will? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Probably not because it's working for them. Totally. Clever girl credo number three. Clever girls aren't afraid to talk about money and make as much as they fucking want. Amen. Right? Ugh. If you want to get more clients, you have to make sure that you actually are pricing your services at the right price for you. For example, you might be holding yourself back from getting more clients because you don't feel like you're charging enough. Mm. And you might actually be blocking that because you're kind of resentful yes. when you actually get them, right? We've all been there. Oh, we've been there. Okay? Where I'm, I'm like, like uh, I'm like, I'm like, oh my gosh, know, I don't like, feel like doing this. Yeah. 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 Like if somebody responds, I'm just going to not answer. <laughs> right. Or I'm going to change the price on them. Yeah. Yeah. And that might be because you're not pricing your service at the price that actually makes sense for you and the transformation. Mm-hmm. So we want you to make sure that you stop pricing your services based on time. Mm-hmm. That's really, really key here. And start pricing it on transformation. Actually, this is funny, Kat. So I was mm. on a call earlier today and I'm thinking about doing some new things in my business and I'm working on them. Ooh. And I know. And I was on a call with this person who has done this before, like what I want to do. Okay. And so I was like, what did I say? I said, how much would you price this at? And they said, how long will it take you? And I said, why? I don't care how long it takes me. Mm -mm. It could take me five minutes or it could take me five hours. That doesn't impact how I'm going to price it. Mm -hmm. So um, just for a little bit more context, like I don't want to like talk about it yet because it's not a thing yet. But for a little bit more context, it's like something, it's like a passive offer, something that someone just buys and I never speak to them. Love it. Right? Love it. Exactly. And so I'm trying to figure out what number someone could just buy without ever speaking and they still feel confident to purchase. Yeah. And I I knew, and honestly, it's going to take me half an hour to make, okay? Um, but who cares how long it takes me? Well, because how many years of experience, how many 10,000 right. hours of practice went into you being able to collapse time to deliver the same result and now five minutes, eight years later? Like- Exactly. Hashtag math. That's it. So I just like knew when she asked me that question, I was like, "Mm, this is not a person. That's not the question that a person that I want to work with asks, you know? And I mean, anyways, I don't want to go too far into it. But the point is, it doesn't matter how long it takes. It matters the transformation that I'm providing. Mm -hmm. And for the right person for this thing is going to, it's going to blow their mind, Mm -hmm. right? Even though I talk about this every day. 
They don't. Right. And so um, there's that side note. Anyways, let's get back to it. Okay. So (laughs) we also want to make sure that you are never charging your worth like all those people on Instagram like to tell you. That is one of my biggest pet peeves. I will never shut up about that. I will like unfollow and mute when that pin comes up in like my Pinterest feed. It's like charge your worth, hun. No. Charge your worth? Um, no, you are, your worth is infinite. There's no number. Right. And it's also a fact. It is not up for <laughs> negotiation. So when you are thinking about working with more clients and wanting more clients, the worth is separate. Put, the, put a Berlin wall mm-hmm. in between money conversations with your clients about collapsing time mm-hmm. and creating transformations and your worth because that is just, those do not overlap. That's not how that works. I like to think about it like the value of this service over time, especially in something like branding and marketing, because you're not going to see an overnight transformation for you and I, Kat, like as people who work in this branding marketing field, we know that it's not going to be an overnight transformation. Mm -hmm. You might work with us for six months and not feel yet transformed. But then six months after that, you're going to call us and be like, oh my gosh, XYZ happened. We're like, yep, we know it. The epiphany the dam broke, like... Exactly. So we put all those things in place and then you begin to see the transformation over time after that. And it's usually, I like to think like after six months, you're starting to feel attraction. But after a year, you look up and you're like, oh my gosh, like this is, you know, Mm life-changing. So something like that, when you think about pricing it, you might be like, oh, but I'm always thinking about, this is not just about this three-month container that we're working together in. Mm -hmm. This is about what this is going to do for you in your life in a year, Mm -hmm. right? Long game, especially because, and I know Candice, you share this ethos. I am always of the mind, like I'm happy to be fired by my clients because then I know I've done my job in teaching them how to fish in whatever it is, whatever goal, whatever vision Mm -hmm. it is that they have. And then I also know, and you also know, like they'll go through growth spurts growth creates crisis, they'll come back and be like, yeah. oh my God, cat. So like I was good and then I wasn't good. And like, let's, and that's normal, right? It's normal. We're, we're human beings. Like tension is literally at the heart of like everything that we do. And it's at the heart of growth. So that makes sense. You know, we're basically, it's kind of like if I was a hairdresser, like you come and you're like looking good and feeling oh. good. And then you like go away. And you're like, oh, then this happened, this growth literally. Right. And this growth is actually yeah. ruining my life and I need help again. And then you're like, okay, yeah, it's basically Gosh, the same thing. I love that analogy. That's the <laughs> bet. I literally have a hair appointment this weekend because I need to get toner. Oh, and I'm like chopping off all my hair, by the way. Are you? Uh, yeah. What are you going to do? Are you going to do like a like a blunt? Like that's a, yeah. that's a thing right I, now. I, apparently I have like the jawline for it. And anytime I chop my hair, people just always give me like really amazing compliments. And also, you know, my hair is like a bitch to have to blow dry every day. <laughs> so stop. You have no idea. Don't even. Okay. okay. No. <laughs> All right, got called out. I got, oh my okay, god! Okay, you're right. Yes, you're right. You're right. You don't know. Okay. Don't um. Know. Okay, but um, what was I going to tell you though? I was going to tell you something about that. Oh, you know that you're getting a haircut on like the first day of being 32, or like the <gasps> second day of being 32, oh which is like kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that literally right? was not intentional, like, but maybe it was unconsciously. <laughs> maybe it, no, maybe it was. Mm. I think so. It's like a transformation to kick off this 32nd year of life. Love, which I love for you. Thank you. And just coincidentally, I'll also be getting my hair done on Monday. So just a couple days after you. So we're going to be like 
looking good. You see how amazing we're aligned. This is literally our, <laughs> what episode is this? This is episode 78, y'all. We have not recorded anything in the same room except for the trailer that we recorded last July. How crazy is that? Right? And it's literally June of this year. Oh my goodness. Talk about collapsing time. Talk about collapsing time. Okay. Um, so we're going to get back to the podcast. Yes. <laughs> Back to regularly scheduled programming. Okay, so um, we're talking about money right Mm -hmm. now. So we just want you to have a few keynotes about money. We want you to know that if you have any weirdness or negative feelings around money, Mm -hmm. you need to deal with that separately from your business. Those are your invisible money stories that are keeping you from actually showing up and adding value in the way that you know you can. Mm -hmm. And it's actually a wall between you and your clients. I've told this story many times before, but I remember when I first started coaching that I felt guilty for charging what I felt was a lot of money because as a teacher, I made that, I had to make that money in a, in a whole month of work. Mm-hmm. And so when I asked for someone to pay three, $5,000, whatever it was, I was like, Ooh, this is a whole month of work, but it's not a whole month of work for everyone. Mm-hmm. It was just a whole month of work for me for past you yeah, or past me. Yeah. And so I had to just let that go and stop comparing my own bank account to what I believed was someone else's bank account, which may or may not even be true. Mm -hmm. And so if you're dealing with any kind of issue like that, like you're comparing your bank account to other people's, then that's going to hold you back from getting more clients and you should work on that. Mm -hmm. Agreed. If you don't want to be salesy, we don't want you to act salesy. Then instead of asking for the sale, you provide so much service and so much value that people are definitely going to slide into your DMs. But also, if you provide so much value, there is no problem with saying like, hey, if you got something from this, we could do even more Mm -hmm. if you reach out to me, right? That's okay. You see how that all feeds into one another? Also, this last point, I love it. Your price is a statement, just like your worth is a fact. Your price is a statement. It is not a question. Punctuation and tone matters, right? Yes. Yes. I can say it's $3,000. Oh, that doesn't inspire confidence. Or it's $3,000. Yeah. That's what it is. Take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. I'll be fine either way. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm getting hyphy, but okay. We were. Last one, Kat. These money episodes. Clever Girl Credo number four. Clever Girl Credo number four, all about manifesting. Clever girls know the difference between working smarter, not harder, and they own their energy. That last part, y'all, own your energy, that's probably the heart of that whole tenet because people who own their energy, those are the ones that you notice when they walk into a room. Those are the ones that close without even realize they hopped on a sales call and they just closed a client because they're just hopping on to connect and to provide value. And those are the ones who are ruthless with their boundaries, unapologetic, because one thing that I have found, and I know you have too, Ken, is the more boundaries we put in place and not apologize for them, not negotiate with them, the better our business has been. Absolutely. Which seems counterintuitive, but let's share a few of our boundaries because I feel like some of them might blow some people's minds on here. Okay. Um, this is a new one for me. So I, I don't take consultations on Fridays anymore. Because they lose momentum over the weekend. And if they don't sign mm-hmm. immediately, then I just like wasted 30 minutes on a consultation with them on a Friday when I could be at the beach. So I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> um, I only take consultations Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday now. 
And I close like I close the contract within 24 hours. That's like my new goal. Yeah. And it's been working great. And I think before I was like, let them have all the options for when they can meet with me. And now it's like a very limited window when you can meet with me. And guess what? Exclusivity actually is something that people like and want. They're like, ooh, I got in with Candace on this date. Like, yeah, you better keep that date too. Mm -hmm. Show up and sign because I also only have so many spots. And now I end all my consultations by telling them, how many spots I have left. Hey, I only take five one-on-one clients. And right now I have one spot open or I only, Mm -hmm. you know, or I'm not starting my next client until this date. Do you want that date or you want to leave that date open for someone else to take? And that's just it. Those are the options. Mm -hmm. Booking out, waitlisting, not apologizing because if they're the right client for you, you could even, because Candice, you're a pro, but you could totally hop on that console and say all the wrong things to the right client and they would still want to be able to work with you. Like that's the power of aligned branding and marketing that gets your message out there and owning the energy and the value that you provide and not apologizing or negotiating with it. And you'll get to a point, if you're not there yet, you're going to get to a point, if you create content, if you create a brand, if you show up regularly with consistent marketing, where people will hop on a call with you and just be like, oh, I saw that you work with so-and-so and so-and-so, and like that's the kind of person I want to work with. Um, how much is it? And then I sent, and that's it. They're selling, they're trying to sell you yeah. on why you should work with them. Like Totally. It's, it's the best feeling in the world. I know the first time that it happened to me was about like 18 months ago. I was like, oh, it's like, oh, this is how it can be. This is how it can be when I'm not desperate, when I don't try, when I don't burn myself out, when I don't negotiate with my boundaries or negotiate with my values, like when I own my shit, Mm -hmm. it's just so much better, like personally, but also professionally. It's so much better. Yeah. When, and when you respect yourself, then your clients respect you, you know? Yeah. I mean, that goes for life in general. You, you teach everybody how to treat you by how you treat yourself. Oh, so true. Full stop. We're on fire, guys. I, I hope you are you are soaking this up. Okay, other boundaries. No meetings on Mondays. I feel like I don't even have to justify that or want to justify that. We've, we've talked about that many times before. We don't take meetings on Mondays. Nope, unless it's we our have. team meeting. Uh, unless we call the meeting, we will not be taking meetings on Mondays. <laughs> I need a gavel. I want to like <laughs> slam a gavel on the table right now. <laughs> um, okay, also so funny. This is the first time, guys, that Candace told me when she hosts consultations. They're also coincidentally the same time when I host client sessions, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, forget about Mondays because that's a pajama day. Fridays is like summer state of mind all the time, even in winter. And also another thing too, is that I do not take client sessions before 11 AM my local time. Why? Because I've got my morning routine. I've got my morning kind of like admin task. I do my CRM outreach. I walk Piper. And then for anybody who has a dog and works from home, I know Candace, I was DMing with Chelsea because she was like showing me like the showdown her two dogs were having. Oh my and I God. was like, I feel like Chelsea, you just work from home and like deal with your dogs. Like basically the same <laughs> thing over here. So Piper's a Shiba Inu and she gets like these zoomies. So after mm-hmm. I take her for her walk, she like takes a little nap and then she just like springs up like the dead or the walking dead. <laughs> um, and then does crazy zoomies all up and down our second floor, our first floor. It echoes throughout because oh we have hardwood. God. Your neighbors must love you. Oh my God. I know. Well, they all have dogs too. <laughs> so, but by 11 a.m. she's back and sleeping again. So I can have my peace and quiet to show up 
come correct to my client sessions. If I tried to do like a 9am or a 10am, I've had like Piper barking symphony in the background and that's just distracting. It is. And another thing I'm working on, I'm not, I haven't got there yet, but I'm working on just being okay with not working every day too. Like if I just would feel like blocking off a Tuesday, I'm gonna block off a Tuesday and not because I have any plans, just because I want to walk to the water. I don't know. Yeah. I just want to like go have coffee with my friend. I'm just kidding. I don't even have any friends in real life, but if I did. I know. They're all over the country. (laughs) (laughs) But if you're in San Diego and you want to be my friend, um, DM me. (laughs) Yeah. You just can't be her podcast friend because that's me. Um, Oh my gosh. I know. Well, because, okay. So, and I was also reading this article by one of my faves, you know, Simon Sinek, Mm -hmm. and he was talking about qualities and really high performing leaders, right? Across industries, across different sizes of organizations. And he said one thing that he found that they all had in common was on their calendar. They literally had a block that just said blank space Mm. or like creative space where Mm -hmm. they would just maybe go and walk along the water in Coronado and just kind of like let their mind wander and process right? Mm-hmm. So that block literally lives on my calendar now. Cause if I want to be like those leaders, I'm going to take into account their recommendations. And this is just going back to the, like creating boundaries. It helps mm-hmm. you to have better energy and better energy is going to get you more clients. I know it sounds woo woo, mm-hmm. but it's just, it's not, it's science y'all. I think it is. <laughs> it is. I'm making it science. <laughs> Well, I mean, we're living, breathing proof of it. So if it's fact for us, it could right. potentially be fact for other people. Right. Well, no, it's also fact for our clients because we tell them, like, put those boundaries in place. Like, stop answering the phone at 1130 at night. You're not impressing anyone and you're probably pissing off your family. So don't. Exactly. Don't do don't that. Do it. Right. Yep. All right. Sorry, not sorry is the vibe of that last tenant in case you guys did not pick that up. You know, what's so interesting when we started Not Nice Clever, we definitely wrote out like what we wanted the vibe to be. And I don't know if yeah. we actually literally included the word sorry, not sorry, but I think that's uh-huh. definitely one of the... That encapsulates. Yeah. That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. We need to get that on some merch <laughs> amongst all of our other tasks. Exactly. <laughs> <And> projects. <laughs> Someone want to help us? <laughs> yeah, please. If you if you're very talented and you know a local print shop that's equidistant between San Diego, California, and Washington DC, <laughs> just let us know. Slide into our DMs. All right. So to wrap up key points, go ahead, Kat. Desperate doesn't sell, y'all. You want more clients? Ditch the desperate. Doesn't sell on Instagram. It doesn't sell on Tinder. And doesn't sell in business. <laughs> no place for desperate here. Desperate is permission revoked. Stop apologizing. Mm. start asking for the sale. But after you have demonstrated your knowledge, your value, your expertise, and what problem you solve. And own your energy like your life depends on it because it does. And so does your business. Boom. That's all folks. Thanks for joining us on Not Nice, Clever. Remember to follow our podcast wherever you listen to audio and head to www.notnicecover.com to connect for more. Drop a question, we'll shoot you an answer. We're not gatekeepers here. Signing off, you're not so nice, but also clever besties that mean business. See you next week.